Hello and welcome to It's Fucking Personal. I'm Katie. Marva. And Bethany. And today we wanted to um, talk a lot about district leader races because it's something... We're kind of focused on the the micro of what's happening here in Queens, but for anybody who's joining us for the first time, hello, welcome. Don't get too scared. Um, our to our podcast is fucking personal. Basically, uh, we started recording it about maybe a year ago. This is our second season because we stopped and started again. So season two, we were picked up again by yeah. ourselves. <laughs> and where the title comes from? Our generous from, sponsors. Yeah, us. Trader Joe's tea. <laughs> <laughs> The, basically, the title, it's fucking personal, which Apple Podcasts won't let us say. But the point of it is just like that old saying, the personal is political, and all this stuff is extremely personal for us, fucking personal, you might say. So that's kind of just where the name came from. And yeah, so let's get into it. There's a lot of crazy shit happening on the local, local level. And here in Queens, we're, this is like the epicenter of this big progressive movement, and we're working with a lot of cool people, meeting a lot of interesting people having some Twitter fights and what is kind of at the forefront of our minds today right now is district leader races, which um, is something that a lot of progressive activists are trying to do to, you know, disintegrate the Queens machine. I was trying to think of like a really good violent word, but I don't want to get too violent. (laughs) (laughs) Minute two of our podcast, but yeah, this is how we take down the machine district leader stuff. Yeah. So. I just want to point out to our uh, listeners cuz they can't see but um Katie's uh, youngest is here and she if you hear it like a little hammering in the <laughs> audio it's because she's pounding on the table in agreement yeah. that we need to. <laughs> yeah. So um you know yeah, she's also got... extremely adorable. Yeah. <laughs> yes, she's being real cute but she's also like, you know, tear she's, down the machine. She's a warrior for justice. She absolutely is. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think we should talk about district leader, and I think we should go back to, Katie, your point where, like, this is how we basically off with their head. Um, the Queen's Machine. <laughs> Marva's not scared to get violent. <laughs> um, I think it's important. We don't literally want to chop off heads. Um, let me just... We don't? Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't. Legal department right. has weighed in. Yeah. We you need know, to we're, clarify. We do not want to strike us. us when we were outside Greg Meeks' office. Yeah, yeah. let's, let's make listening. that clear. Like, yeah. we, we <laughs> Figuratively speaking. We Figuratively don't literally speaking. have machetes and we're not going to run around and chop heads off. But We're definitely on a list now because those yeah. are <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That means that we have <laughs> listeners, though, guys. So, you know, it's it's a win-win, really, for us. I think... I think the Queen's Machine is propped up on money, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's a triangle that's built and like the the way it's built is that they stand on top of a lot of money. And I think what we need to do is kick them off of that money and and let them and and put it back into the people's hands um, the way it was built. Right. Right. Well, and I think that that's one of the things, like, in, in particular with district leaders. So, basically, like, for for just information's sake, district leaders make up the executive um, board of the county committee. Mm-hmm. And the county committee is, um, is Queens County Committee, 
And it's the, that's what, when people say like the queen's machine, yeah. that's basically the structure of it. That's right. So there's, and, and I, I did all this research. I, I got the bylaws and basically they're just like, they're legalese to say like the chairperson has all the power and yeah. right. fuck the people. Like formerly, no one cares. Formerly Joe Crowley, disgraced former congressman, now lobbyist of Virginia. And now currently... Disgraced implies that he has humility. And right. No, it doesn't. To... He's disgraced in our eyes. That's <laughs> yeah, but he was always disgraced in our Whatever. eyes. Whatever. He's maintained Chris his... Person's uh... lost and is now a lobbyist. And now that he has felt that revolving door back into Washington, the seat of the chair is now currently occupied by one Mr. Gregory Meeks. Ooh, the Honorable Gregory Meeks. It's our podcast. We don't have to call him that. <laughs> I know. I just, I just love that. Like, you can be like the most corrupt, awful person, and it's like if you're a judge or a congressperson, you're the honorable. Yeah, like stop, hard <laughs> no, pass, go away. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. Now, so in 2018, there was this huge movement at which Bethany was really involved with to get as many ordinary, civically interested people onto county committee. And can I possible. just sorry, just to yeah. interrupt? Can I just Again, give a huge thanks to Bethany because Ooh, without thanks, all that guys. research, yep. I would not have known. So let's go back to stupidity is a gatekeeper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bethany yep. is not a gatekeeper because she no. did share, share this <laughs> info and I am now smarter yeah. because of it. Well, and we had, but we also had like some people that we formerly organized with who were like, well, what if somebody wants to get on county committee and we, it's not somebody we want. And I'm like, no, that's not how this works. Like if you want to be on county committee and you go get the signatures, that's it. Like I'll, I'll share that information freely and happily because what I'm going to gatekeep something that like, that has already been gatekeep, (laughs) gate kept for you know, probably a hundred years. I mean, it probably, really has yeah. been. And like, and I just remember that was kind of, that was one of those moments. Like I have, I have these like touchstones in my life of like the moment when I like got a little bit more radicalized yeah. and that conversation was one of them though. Yeah. Like this rich white woman looking at me and being like, but what if the wrong people run for County committee is like, who are you to say? No, wrong no like Ooh. if they want to do it right. and they go collect signatures from their community, then they're the right person. That's right. democracy. That's how democracy works. And also, it wasn't easy research. Like, no. for right. you to pull, and it was, like, it was... Right. And, but, and once I did all this research and I found all this stuff out, I mean, it's like, that was... That also, like, helped with my, like, broken internet brain, too, where it's like, why are they hiding this stuff? Because... Yeah. It is, once I found it out, I mean, it's very low stakes. You had to yeah. be like Nancy Drew going there. Right, right. but even like... Paying for like a map that's the size... You, you have a very beautiful, nice-sized kitchen that we're sitting in right now. <laughs> the map, you need to be you need to be a billionaire in your fancy St. Albans to, mansion to, to display right. these maps. Because Absolutely. you need to have the bigger yeah, house yeah. on the block right. in order to uh-huh. even look at these maps. It's insane. It's it is insane. insane. And like, but, but, and that's the thing is like, once I got the... Um, once I got the, the bylaws, the bylaws are basically like, okay, well, the county committee has X, Y, and Z power. However, if the executive board votes this way, then fuck the county committee. And if the executive board doesn't go along with the chairperson, the chairperson holds all the power. So it's like, I mean, really, all this stuff is, it's set up to where 
it's it, it just gives all the power to the chairperson. Yeah. And so this is kind of, um, which I guess is, is segueing into kind of our, our, like, something that we talk about a lot about, like, electoralism, whereas, like, personally, I just think that, like, it, that I, I can't go away from electoralism because that's just too, it's been told to me my whole life, voting is important, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I will say that, like, all of the things that have happened since I've gotten really involved in politics shows me that, like, electoralism might not be the way. But if it was going to be the way, this type of thing, I think, is the way. Where it's like you get people in to then maybe change the bylaws to take away some of that power from the chairperson. Right. Because why should the chairperson have all this power? Like, it's it's bullshit. It's right. like the the function of the county committee should be voter outreach, getting citizens involved, mm-hmm. getting getting democracy to the people, rather than closing it off power. to where the 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 people have to like fight for just the slim, tiniest sliver of right. representation. I mean, yeah, it's just right. but the way the way that it works now is in secrecy, and the, they, right. it was working because nobody cared and nobody was paying attention. And, and these are all unpaid positions, right? Oh, yeah. By the no way, I mean, right. nobody's no like, fancy like you're elected, yeah. but you're volunteering. Yes. Yeah. Right. And um, in 2018, when we all ran for county committee and got kicked off the ballot because of paper clips, and again, that was like all Bethany's hard work in putting it together, and they still found a way to circumvent you through like their shady legal language. Right. I remember knocking doors in my neighborhood, and I knocked on the door of a woman who used to be president of a local Democratic club. I forget her name. She was a nice lady. She was wearing like a very cool linen outfit, and she looked like she was doing like pottery or something. She looked pretty cool. And I don't know why that's relevant to the story, but she looked awesome. She looked like one of those insane people. It's like future girls. Yeah, like she looked so pretty cool. Like she didn't look like the kinds of people that go to the meeting that we'll get to later, but the people in like the basement of this local nursing home, they're eating stale cake in the uh, lead of our local district leader. Who like oh, we'll get to it. But anyway, linen lady. She was like, "What? What is county committee?" And I was confused because she had told me, oh, how nice. And I used to be president of that Democratic club. And I'm like, you were president of that Democratic club and you don't know what county committee, committee is? And she was like, yeah, what is that? And what? That just shows you oh the extent to which the party hides this info from people who sure. might be interested in actually, like, taking action. So what did she think she was? I have no fucking idea. I have no fucking idea. It was probably just a social club at that point because that's what it's always. Or like, yeah, the electeds come and talk to you and you shake their hand, right. and take the pictures in the paper, like that kind of thing. Right. Not you have a role to play. Right. right. And it's that type of like prestige chasing too that describes a few people that we know. Right. Um, of like, oh, you know, I got my picture taken with a very important person. I mean, that oh, makes yeah. me, me by proxy right. a very um, important person, and right. it's like that's. Actually, not how it works. Right, so and then, and that's how they the do this. And you don't tell people that there were actually three hundred other people in the room, so it wasn't like you, you had you and Cuomo right. were having you didn't sit down at what's, what's the fancy restaurant in the at the Four Seasons? The, the Palm, the You're Palm Steakhouse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have no I idea. I feel like, maybe that was like in the eighties. I feel like it was like in those movies, like Wall Street. I watched right. American Psycho the other week. I was very disturbed by the violence. Huh? But I was sorry, eighties. The guys were so obsessed with, like, um, you know, where are you going to get reservations? Right. Yeah. Right. Sorry, it was a pointless. Or maybe, like, 
tavern on the green or something like that. Right. Like, that that's sounds like one of the It's not like, right. Like what Katie's saying is it's not like you sat down with FOMO at right. tavern on the green. Right. And was like, yeah. You know, you shared a pot of coffee. Yeah. I was like, no, there was a giant cistern that 300 people were also Latte, getting their coffee yes. from. Yes. Lattes. I would not have the good name of lattes smeared on my podcast, okay. guys. Uh, sorry. <laughs> lattes can be very delicious. It's espresso in steamed milk. I mean, guys, it's good. It, when you describe it like that, it sounds fine. It, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so 2018 under Beth, uh, our fearless leader, Bethany's uh, guidance, oh, God. <laughs> we're all kicked off. Most of us were, a lot of us were, and we've talked about this in previous podcasts. So the next phase of this, as I understand, that was for those 3,000 odd seats that there's supposed to be one every couple of blocks. And it's 25% filled. Yeah. So it's for the 3,000 seats, there are like 800 people in these positions. So step two, 2020, get as many awesome, honest people as possible to run for district leader. So district leaders are the ward bosses in the parlance of Tammany Hall. And they're supposed to be in charge of all of the county committee members and the Democrats who are registered in their district. And, like, eyes and ears on the ground. So, like, are there any problems? If, like, are there right. issues with transportation? Is something not happening? Do we need help here? Do we need government resources? Eyes and ears on the ground. And also to hold the elected officials accountable. Now, as it currently stands, we have many elected officials and members of their office staff serving as district leaders. Mm-hmm. And that's just another way to hoard power and not hold people right. accountable. Right. And it's also Ooh, not wow. a... Yeah. Right. And it's not a, like... It's not a local concentration of power to where... Like, because, I mean... Even, which, I mean, I, I call into question, like, they say that it was, it was designed to be more democratic, well, where I don't believe that Tammany Hall, but like, at the end of the day, what the ward bosses would do is they'd come knock on your door and they would say, hey, you need to go vote for this candidate, go vote. And then they would give your, your family a turkey at Thanksgiving and right, shit like right. that. That'd so it was like, right. Right. God, I wish, right? I, I mean, not in that. <laughs> Although he seems like he would probably be an asshole in real life. No, he no? he like left acting to become like a cobbler in Italy, and he learned like artisanal shoemaking in like a cave or something. Planet I don't cave. know. That but sounds like no, some, I swear. Like, hipster bullshit. No, he's like legit. <laughs> He's, I don't know. He's a legit Irish person. <laughs> I don't know. I I. You ever seen my left foot? He's that's a good Irish. Man. I know, but <laughs> I don't. But after after the fall of Liam Neeson, how can we trust any Irishman? What? What? You heard it here first. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let Joe know you said that. You did? Did you not hear what Liam Neeson said? Oh, Liam Neeson is. A, he's canceled. Uh, he's a yes. terrible human being. That's what I'm saying. But How can we trust any Irishman? What? <laughs> any public Irishman? Oh my god. Plus, I want. I, I, Liam Neeson is terrible. I'm very devastated that he's such an idiot. But he he's he's a Bellamina man. That's like right up the road from where Joe's from, and. Liam Neeson's mom was best friends with Seamus Heaney's mom. I feel like that's really important information. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Kill your idols is what I'm trying oh, to get at. Sounds terrible. Yeah, that's upsetting. This, this I, is hilarious. I do not trust. <laughs> don't, but how do you go from like? Le- Sorry, my baby's getting upset. <laughs> it's okay. Because you're resting on good Irishman laurels, and I'm just saying that like Liam Neeson has proven so that he can't Lewis do good Irishman. Because Liam Neeson sucks. 
I know, I know, baby. It's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Well, since Alexandria is yelling at so, me, so I guess can, I will back down. Smear I'll back lattes, down. But you can smear a whole country. <laughs> <laughs> no, the celebrities of a country. That's I'm not smearing regular people. I'm smear, smearing the the good Irishman celebrities. Okay, there really aren't that many. many. There's not a lot. But. All right. Well, if Aiden Gillen goes down, then I'll be very upset. If we're also if we're talking or Killian Murphy, can we? I'll agree that Killian. If we're Murphy talking is like Northern Irishman. Irish celebrity, shout out to the cast of Dairy Girls, which is like the best show. Yeah, ever. it is. And Nor- this is like a complete. This is very much an aside, but Northern Ireland just got abortion rights and gay marriage yeah. like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the only reason they got it is because this Brexit nonsense and the DUP, who are like, our Republicans are hoarding power and they're evil and they wouldn't strike a deal and they really are heinous assholes. Yeah. But because of their stalemate, we got gay right. marriage, we got abortion. So. But isn't that such a exactly so ridiculous of like that? That that's how power is structured. Yeah, I mean, yeah. in this country too, yeah. of just like sometimes you get stuff by default because yeah. people are just so fucking. And also, right. the Republic, the Republic of Ireland and the UK have both had these things for a while, and Northern Ireland was just like this awful holdout hold because of yeah. this, like, just complete corruption. And right, and it's it's like governmental power structures. Yeah, that was holding it back. It wasn't like. Yeah. Democracy, or that the people of Northern Ireland are particularly more conservative right. than the Republic, or whatever. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, well, um, but anyway, back to district maligning the people from the Emerald Isle. Um, so it wasn't the people; it was the celebrities, which arguably have a lot of power, and we are here to question power. Okay. You know what? Liam it wasn't the people. Before, it's never the people, by the way. He, like, I just want to make that very clear. Before he became clear with just like how disgusting he is, his other big cause was um, the carriage horses in Central Park. And he's like oh, friends yeah. with some of the guys who have the horses. And he's, oh, he's yeah. ridiculous. Well, actually, I... What, so, sorry. This is a Liam Neeson story. Let's just malign Liam Neeson. Let's just drag <laughs> this fool. Um, but I have, a, I have friends. It's like four degrees away from Liam Neeson. Okay. Sounds tenuous. It it is a little tenuous. But supposedly, right before he did whatever was like the first like dumb movie. Like the commuter, was it that one? I don't remember. No, that was awful. But it was basically like that (laughs) where he punched what? A wolf in the face. Oh god, what was that one called? That was awful too. Wolf Puncher. It might as well have been called that. Um but it was like in the dark or something like that. I don't think I saw that. But uh I actually did and it was horrific. Um But, so anyway, uh, but, so apparently, Liam Neeson, like, with, amongst all of his friends, it was like, once he won the, he won the Oscar for Schindler's List, right? Once he won an Oscar, and he was, like, known as, like, a very, uh, you know, like, very prestige actor, he, like, he was literally telling everyone, like, yeah, well, now it's time to, to make some money. And so, that was, like, there was a literal, like, decision made mm-hmm. where Liam Neeson was just going to be in every fucking dumb movie that they offered oh, him Jesus. for lots of money. And so, you know, it's worked out well for him. So uh, for I felt so bad when his wife died. It was like so sad. That was a, that yeah, was really that was terrible. Bad. Yeah, she just fell you down. Know way too much about Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I care to know. Yeah. But. Well, uh, anyway, let's get back on track because we have a of, we do. Of, we yeah. do have important things to talk about that are yeah. non-Liam Neeson related. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, so in our in our very local section, part of Southeast Queens here in Rockaway, which some people think isn't Southeast Queens, but that's for another day, I suppose. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, how are we going to challenge this power structure of corrupt district leaders who hoard information and don't share? Yeah, Marva, how are we going to do it? <laughs> so um, I think what we need to do is we need to run for district leader. So here I am um, running for district leader in Rockaway. Um, Yay! As of now, it'll probably be 23B, but who knows where my life will take me. But either way, I will be running for district leader because that's what we need. We need people to get up, get busy, knock on doors, get those those signatures. Um, And can we just quickly talk about elected versus appointed? Yes. Um, Important distinction. Yes. Um, So what happens is that, you know, I think what's, let me do a prediction. So I think what's going to happen is that we're going to see a lot more of appointees to county committee. Definitely. Because we are, you know, sort of like waking up the sleeping beast. Yeah. And um, they don't want that, right? So the people who are holding the power currently and the people who are under the queen's machine, this is the last thing that they want are like regular smart activists, whatever to people be to, to, to yeah. be involved. Yeah. Um, so I think I have this, they did it in 2018 too, right? Like they did, a, they did appoint a lot of people because yes. I think that was like the beginning. Well, so there was this New York times article, um, and, uh, that was talking about County committee mm-hmm. and because there's a group that, um, I have some involvement with. Um, called the New Queens Democrats, right. um, and they they did a big push for county committee in 2018. And um, what happened was they did all this research and they like reached out to the people who were appointed, who were on the county committee already. And like some of them were like they didn't know they were on county committee. Some of them were dead. Some of them were dead. Some of them moved to Florida right. ten years ago, right. like ninety-four years old. Just about what all this stuff yeah. where so it was like the county county machine just installed these people unbeknownst to them, yeah. and then so it was like when somebody from our kind of kind of our circles wanted to get involved. Mm-hmm. They would have to. They were running against these people who didn't even know they were on right. the yeah. county committee. And if so, somebody appoints you, they can then vote for you by proxy. So they can roll up to one of these meetings that happen once every two years. And say, and I have Hall. Yeah, and say, people I, yeah, I have a hundred votes. Right. I, I represent all these people. So here are my hundred votes for like my shitty, self-interested thing. Right. Right. So that's why being appointed is bad. They can also kick you off at any time. Right. Right. If right. you even know that you're on it. Right. And it also does not help with transparency in your community. <laughs> right. Like yeah. you're going to be, they're going to expect you to fall in line, fall in line and, or you're getting, you're yeah. you probably get kicked off. So yeah. what's right. best, right? So, um, I think where I am, what's attractive to me mm-hmm. running for district leader. One is that I was like, who was the female from my part? Geraldine, Chappie? Never heard of her in my life. Who is Geraldine? Is it Chappie? I, Chappie? I think it's Chappie. Oh, I mean, it, the way that it's spelled indicates that it should be pronounced Chappie, but Chappie right. could be Chappie. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I've seen her now since after Bethany's like research project yeah. about county committee. I've seen her now maybe twice. Yeah. Well, because while we were doing all this research and we found out who she was and blah, 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 then we started kind of like bandying her name about mm-hmm. and then she started showing up so it's like right so you woke up another beast yeah. 
So she's she like, seems more like, a, like one of those like 20 year old cats. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. You know, I wouldn't call her a beast. Right. Just, just sleeping for like 23 hours a day yeah. and yeah. then getting up. And, and it's like, like, you're yeah. like, are you okay? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Do you need something? Um, I mean, I don't know. I have no, I don't know if she's a cat, she's a beast. All I know is she's not doing anything for no. my community. Right. No. Um, and what's particularly attractive about being a district leader is gathering community input mm-hmm. um, is yeah. something that I'm passionate about, which is democracy. So they will help and get um, ballot signatures for mm-hmm. um, yeah. candidates. Um, and I think that's where we need to be because right now we're in a world where like shit is on fire mm-hmm. and I think we need to like play our part and do what we can do. So that's what is attractive to me as far yeah. as like district leader and, and holding elective accountable. I'm all for sure. Like, yeah. I've been, well, that's, I'll do that. In a, there was this really striking example of, of this type of corruption where it's like these people go unchallenged where, um, recently with the DA race is Melinda Katz is, so she, we we live in Rockaway and she left our peninsula out of her budget completely as borough president, just left us out, didn't give us any money for whatever borough president finances, which I don't even actually know, but I just know we were left out. Maybe when she had her huge map out, she was like resting like a muffin or something. No, like a hero, like a big sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be long, right? Oops. It has to be long. I, I forgot. forgot our little yeah. peninsula. Yeah. yeah. It's an easy and, mistake. You know? but, and that's <laughs> where it's like, and people still wanted to vote for her. Even people who were like, who are these like, oh, I care most about Rockaway mm. types of people were still caping for Melinda Katz. And I'm like, she literally slapped, like it was, it was a slap in the face. Like she, or not even, it was just a, she forgot you existed. And then you ask those same people who are sitting up there cheesing from ear to ear Mm -hmm. with a, in a picture with her, like, you know that she didn't fund Rockaway in any type of way. And then you're the one that's like complaining about all the problems that we have, but yet you're sitting up there smiling, taking a picture. Because she's a a very important person. Why? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, no. Hold her accountable. No. Yeah. You know who's VIP? VIP. The people who, who are living in the community and who need the help. And Right. So I just, I don't understand. I don't, I just don't understand how it works. I just want to make some change and I want to yeah. transform Rockaway um, so that it's inclusive. Sure. Um I don't think either one of our, I don't even hear from, I hear from one district leader in Rockaway. Mm-hmm. But not at the job that the person is supposed to be doing. Right. Just every other job. Like right. filling potholes, but not like, yeah, making people aware well, of the process. Right. And well, his whole. He seats the people who live on those streets. You know? Right. Well, and that's his whole thing. I don't even want to say his name because I feel like that's like press for him or something. Yeah. <laughs> not that. Any like not any possible supporters of his would be listening to this, but what's he, a computer? What's he, a podcast? Uh, but like his whole project <laughs> for him is his own personal like PR company, you know. But I don't think we need to watch out for him though, because oh, yeah, he is going to run for city council because absolutely. he runs every year. And if we're talking about dual power and breaking that up, because um, I know 
Queens County Committee for all they have that pledge going around. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Then he's someone that needs to get that pledge in front of him because, and he like, will not give up his no, district never. leader. Not in a and will still run for city council Absolutely. and may win. Yeah, because that's, he came close. Let's hope. Yep. I mean, I hope I will do everything possible to. Well, and that's sure the that. other thing that's bullshit about Rockaway is that once Eric Ulrich won the seat, he's he's the only Republican city council member from Queens. So we have this weird Republican district in Queens, but like, it's basically like, <laughs> she does not like that. No, I don't like Eric Ulrich either. I hear you, sister. Um, but, uh, so he, um, but basically the party gave up on our district. They gave up on our yeah. city council district because the Republican won it and he's had this seat for what, 11 years or something. He's got three, three terms. And, um, and he went in a special election. Yeah. Um, and, and like, and that's the thing is like, that's what just pisses me off. It's like, why do people not get mad that the party abandoned us? The party just gave up on us because Eric Ulrich had that seat. Like, no fight. And, and then we had this, well, I don't want to talk too much trash, but <laughs> they won't give us, they won't develop good candidates. Right. Pure Democrats. Right. They won't give money to candidates, interested people who mm-hmm. are Democrats. Right. And so they just gave up and get, let a Republican have this, it, as as overpowering as the Queen's machine is, they couldn't keep a Democrat right. in the city council seat. Right. And some young dipshit won the election. Right. Ugh. Well, I was reading an article <laughs> from way back when, when I guess, when, I guess when all Eric won the seat. Mm-hmm. So that has to be whatever, two thousand That was before he nine, started wearing bow ties, right? Like he wasn't wearing bow ties. He was twenty four years old. That's too long to wear bow ties. Yeah. So if you knew anything about bow ties, I'm really <laughs> side eyeing him. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Um at that time. But Wait, have you guys met Eric Ulrich? He definitely was that like briefcase kid in high school. <laughs> you Coming know? out of like seminary school with a yeah, he oh, definitely yeah, 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 he yeah, definitely yeah. wore a suit to school mm-hmm. and carried a briefcase oh instead of a backpack. Like Side. this this person Side. was never a normal kid. Okay, okay. like I you guys know. know the briefcase. Yeah, kid. y'all yeah, had a briefcase yeah, yeah, kid. Yeah, yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was the briefcase kid for sure. Okay, I, okay. I, let's see that on his Twitter bio. <laughs> yeah, he was a former briefcase kid. Um. But during this whole, during the whole um, campaign, like, they were all doing the same thing, like, throwing people off of the ballot, like, yeah. doing all of that. And Geraldine Chapey mm-hmm. was part of that. You know what I mean? Did and, she have and, some lawsuit or something? Yes. About like, that? Yes. Um, <sighs> and oh, all right, that other guy she threw off the ballot. I forget his name. Glenn DeResto. Oh. She threw Glenn DeResto <sighs> off the ballot. Um, it's just like, it's just crooked and bad and bad business and not democracy and And not transparent and not transparent. And everybody is just like, will kick you in the gut to get what they want. And they don't want anything for the people. They just want air quotes power. Right. They don't want to actually do anything. And that's, what's wild about the like county committee stuff is like, it's, they've drafted the bylaws where it doesn't have any power. Right. They've won meeting Yet, they're still keeping people from it. Right. And this is where my conspiracy mind, my broken 
brain goes to is like, why are they keeping us from this? And and I don't think that it's anything particularly no. juicy. No, I think the, it's the banal. Bottom, I think the bottom power line, bullshit. No, yeah, the bottom line is Sweeney, Reich, and Bowles, those three elderly white rich lawyers from Long Island who run the Ugh. Queen's machine and make millions and millions up the probate court in Queens, which shouldn't exist. They're running things. Yeah, they have every from long with me. Let's. I get yeah, totally. I understand, but yeah. let's also include Gregory oh, Bates absolutely. Oh, yeah, as absolutely. part of that. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But the, the whole thing is set up to enrich those people, and that's it. And the, the, the more you can disenfranchise anybody yeah. like lower than that, that's the end game. I think it's yeah. as shallow as that, just like you said at the beginning, Marva, that big pile of money they're standing on. That's right. Like well, I want, I want to throw in a, a like a detail that I, so I've heard about Sweeney Rice and Bowles for, I mean, for not that long, but like everything I've heard about them, they're these legendary lawyers who are powerful. And I saw Frank Bowles arguing at the prima facie hearings for, um, for the elections, which is on the face, prima facie is on its first face. So it's like what it looks like, what, what something looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got, I, made some friends and then also made some enemies at the same time because I was there and I was just like sighing loudly because it was just such (laughs) bullshit. And I was like, this is the most unimpressive famous man I've ever seen in my life. And I said that like loud enough to where some people can hear me. Like when we went to the view and you were sighing and I got in trouble. (laughs) Yes. Like that. I I am not known for my quiet uh, demeanor. (laughs) And that's okay. And, uh, but it was, but it was just really funny because I looked over at the guy sitting next to me. Um, and I was like, this is the most unimpressive human being I've ever seen. Who's a legend. Like it just, drove me insane. It's like that, that was just white supremacy in a nutshell mm-hmm. is like that this guy is like talked about as being so powerful and oh wow he runs the Queen's Democratic Party and he's like the most boring unimpressive white dude you've ever seen in your life up there like your honor blah blah blah. It wasn't a judge. It was the board or whatever. The board of elections. Yeah. Anyway I just wanted to throw that plug in there because yeah. I think that's Pretty a good segue course. to the last point we want to make today. Richie yes. Rich Palace. <laughs> <laughs> so to give a little background, our congressman, Greg Meeks, is having a town hall meeting. Actually, it's been a while. Actually, as a district leader who's doing the town hall, because I do not want to give Gregory Meeks any credit for yeah. getting in front of anybody because he does not. Right. Um, so it's the district leader who's having a town hall with the special guest being Greg Meeks. Okay. All right. Well, you're right. But they are using Greg Meeks's name as the boldest and largest yeah. letters on the flyer. Yeah. But so anyway, right. Richie Rich Palace is a literal place that exists in Queens <laughs> where this is <laughs> happening, where this town hall meeting is happening. I can't so, wait to go. Yeah, yes. I, I want golden toilets. I'm well, expecting so, golden yeah, toilets. Yeah, let's let's talk about our predictions. What are okay. our predictions for what's inside Richie Rich Palace? And then we'll f- y'all find out tomorrow. Definitely gaudy, <laughs> like yeah. as gaudy. Like I expect like Marble. big, huge chandeliers. Yeah, that are, like dusty, <laughs> but <laughs> they look maybe expensive, but right. they're probably really not. Right. And okay. A lot of mirrors. A lot of mirrors. Definitely a lot of mirrors. I also predict like the kind of carpet you see in casinos, like that really ugly print, uh-huh. designed to keep you in a slot machine for twelve hours. Right. right. And it's designed to. It doesn't hold stains, and if it did get a stain on it, you wouldn't see it because it's busy enough. For right. It. Good point. Yes. Yes. I also I feel like tomorrow uh, my 
Spidey sense is telling me that inside Richie Rich Palace tomorrow there's going to be some kind of like confrontation. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. No. I can't Well, wait. you know why you feel like that? Because we, the, the beasts are waking up. Yeah. When does yeah. a district leader have a town hall Never. and uh-huh. invite a lot of, a whole bunch of other district leaders and then have right. the head district, head. The chairperson. Yeah. Right. And at the thing. So, Yeah. It's going to be a little, uh, yeah, it's going to be so, a little intense. All right. Awesome. So then next week we'll get to report on what is actually inside Richie Rich Palace. That should yeah. be the name of that, that week's episode. <laughs> What's inside Richie Rich Palace. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you everyone for listening to us. Thanks for joining um, us. We, um, will be back next week. Before with we updates. sign off. Sorry. Yeah. I always do this too. Um, Get up, run for county committee. Do it. Run run for district leader. Make the change in your community that you want. Um, And if you have any questions, we can definitely help you answer them or lead you in the right direction. We're not gatekeepers. We'll tell you what we know. Yes, exactly. (laughs) All right. Thanks so much for listening and bye-bye. Bye.